This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. This week, we have been exploring what is called the Imago, which is essentially the template we create in our minds about what relationships and love looks like. This template is created based off of our earliest relationships, in particular, our caregiver relationships, where we develop some frustrations with those caregivers, right? And some disappointments. And of course, we also find many things to appreciate. And as we grow up, we tend to connect with people that disappoint us in the same ways and also make us feel good in the same ways. So if we grew up with family members who were super adventurous, but they disappointed us because they weren't always very present with us, they didn't give us a lot of time, maybe we end up with partners who are very adventurous but disappoint us because they don't give us enough of their time. And this is incredibly frustrating. One of the things that a lot of people wonder is like, why do we do this? Well, number one is because it feels kind of normal. We're used to what we're used to. So we end up with the same types of people again and again and again. The other reason is that we hope that even though this person is kind of like the other people that we've been in relation with, that they're going to love us enough to do it differently. That even though they also do a lot of adventuring and they don't always give us a ton of presents, that they're going to love us so much that once they see how good this relationship is, they're finally going to know how to be present with us and they're going to do it for us. And then that's going to heal us on a really deep level. And of course, this isn't all conscious. You're not sitting around necessarily thinking about this. And it's a big motivating factor for why we get into the same types of relationships again and again. We want to heal. We want them to be different, even though they're not. And then we get really frustrated and we get into power struggles and we get into fights with each other when really instead it would be better to just express, hey, you know, there's this thing that I've always kind of grappled with. When I was growing up, I didn't get a lot of my parents' time and that was hard for me. And so when I see you distracted, that brings up a lot of pain for me. I'm wondering if you could do X, Y, and Z for me. I'm wondering if, you know, sometimes we could spend about an hour without our phones around just hanging out. So asking for what we need, expressing what's going on for us can be much more powerful. But we don't tend to do that. We tend to criticize. We tend to try to get the other person to change. We tend to think that they're just wrong because we don't really consciously understand what's not feeling right. One of the things I've recommended that you do this week is to think about the positive and negative character traits that your caregivers had and then to figure out what it is that you notice that your partner also has. And then I want you to take it one step further. And what I would like you to do is I want you to try to express this to them in a way that's not critical. I want you to try to just to talk for yourself. And maybe you could even call yourself out a little bit. Hey, you know when I yelled at you the other day because you were texting on your phone? 
I've been thinking about that because really you were only on your phone for a couple minutes and I had been on my phone right before that. So I couldn't figure out why that was triggering me so much. But I've thought about it and it's because when I was growing up and I was trying to get my caregiver's attention, I could never get it. They were always busy at work, watching TV, reading the newspaper, whatever. And I remember thinking, I don't like this. And when I grow up, I really want people to give me the attention I need. And so when I got upset with you, it's because that's just a lifelong frustration for me is that when I need attention, I don't get it. And so I'm going to work on trying not to get so frustrated with you. And it would also mean a lot to me if you could work on giving me undivided attention sometimes. And I know it can't be all of the time. So this week, what I want you to do is I want you to think about those positive and negative characteristics. And if you need a list, there's a great list in my book. I want this to work that you can look at, but you can also probably Google some characteristics as well. But I would love if you looked at my book. And then I want you to think about how you can share this with your partner. Okay. All right, so that is Thursday's episode. Tomorrow, I'm going to share you a story of someone who has been able to recognize their own imago and what they've been able to do with that in their life and in their relationships. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at LizListens. Thank you so much for tuning in to Good Risings. If you have a moment, please leave us a review. We love to read what you have to say. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.